I got a major lesson in all things astrology today. I have to be completely like transparent. I am super woo-woo when it comes to a lot of stuff. For whatever reason, astrology is always one of those things that I've never been able to just not believe in is not the right word, but like I've never been able to like really hang my hat on it. And so today's interview with my friend Indira actually really shed a lot of light and like gave me a lot of great insight. And Indira is a certified life and success coach and astrologer. And she's actually, I know her because she does the astrology readings for my dear friend and business mentor, Kate Kordsmeyer inside of Kate's success with soul shop, which she just launched. So if you go to katekordsmeyer.com slash shop and use the code Molly 11, you get 11% off an astrology reading with Indira. And I'm talking like, this is like super in-depth. I had no idea about half this stuff. She talks about it from just a really practical standpoint, like how this, your um, chart, your birth chart shows up in your marketing and in your life and in your business. And she gives a lot of really practical, tips, which I love. So Indira currently lives in South Florida with her wife, two kids, and their newly adopted kitty, Phoebe. So I hope that this episode makes you a believer if you are a skeptic like I was. Welcome to Holistic Marketing Simplified, a podcast for health and wellness professionals looking to simplify their marketing. I'm your host, Molly Cahill, and this podcast is brought to you by Holistic Marketing Hub, our hybrid program that supports you with personalized coaching, caption templates, and virtual classrooms. In this program, we teach health and wellness professionals how to fish, but we also bait their hook. Head to holisticmarketinghub.com to learn more and use code podcast for $100 off. You can find full show notes, resources, and more at mollykahill.com slash podcast. All right, Indira, thank you so much for coming on the show. I've been really looking forward to this interview, like honestly, because as woo-woo as I am, astrology has always been one of those places I'm like, I don't, come on, tell me more. I don't get it. So thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And I'm so happy that you're curious about astrology. It's something that I have been in love with since I was 10. So I was telling Indira before I hit record, I'm actually recording from my back porch because I have family in town and my daughter's home. So it's like my office, our house was built in 1987. And so it has one of those formal living rooms, you know, that nobody uses, which is where my office is, but there's, we got to put some doors on it because I can't like go close the, you know, it's like right there and like in the heart, like by the kitchen and by the, the living room. So, um, if, if you hear any noises, it's cause I'm recording on my back porch, but, um, okay, good, good. Yeah. This mic's pretty good. Okay. So Indira, tell us a little bit about how you got into astrology and how the reason I wanted to have you on the show is because the holistic marketing simplified. When I think of holistic, I think about how everybody kind of has their own path to get from A to Z, right? Like not everybody's path is going to, or should look identical. And I think that's a big hiccup that a lot of people have is they try to fit themselves into someone else's mold. And so, um, just kind of through that lens, like, tell us a little bit about you and how you got into, uh, yeah, you said you've been, you've been interested in it since when, since I was 10. So yeah, oh my gosh. incredible. Um, so I'm Latina. 
And in our world, Walter Mercado was like the astrologer to follow growing up. This meant that as a little kid at five o'clock, everybody was in front of the TV. I'm an 80s kid. So you literally were in yeah. front of the TV yeah. waiting for your horoscope to come on, right? But most people, I would say, they probably just know their sun sign, right? You just yeah. know that, for example, Molly, you are a Gemini. Yes. But there is so much more. There's yeah, that's the all I know. So I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so much more, right? There's all 12 planets. And if you go deep, 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 you know, there's Chiron and there's goddesses. Um, but I like to stick to, I follow Silverman astrology. So I like to stick to the framework of just the 12 planets. Okay. And what did you call that again? What is it called? Deborah Silverman. Okay. Astrology. Okay. We'll yeah. link that. Okay. Yes. Yes. So um, I will say that as a kid, so I've always been interested, right? I'm this person that takes every personality test. I uh -huh. want to learn more about myself. I'm a personal development junkie. Mm -hmm. So last year, I decided that I really wanted to go deep into astrology. And so okay. I was. I want to get certified. I want to know this, like, really, like if I want to give a reading, I want to learn this on a professional level. And so I went on this journey to become certified, to become an astrologer, even though at the time, you know, my role was a chief operating officer um, at Success with Soul with Kate Cordsmith. Yeah. So, you know, how do we integrate it? Um, but one of the things that I learned, Molly, was in understanding my chart, Oh my gosh. It was like all these things that I had spent my life being so hard on myself about finally made sense. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I have a rising in a Virgo and my Saturn's in a Virgo and my North Node's in a Virgo. Of course, I'm going to be so judgmental of myself. And so in really understanding my chart, I was able to give myself grace and I really developed kindness because yes. I realized that this is my chart and, and it's not an excuse like, oh, well, it's in my chart. So I'm not going to work on X, Y, and Z, but it gave me a, a really nice platform to jump off of where there was no judgment, just kindness. That's something that Deborah really says, like she's actually a therapist and she okay. became a certified astrologer because she realized that oh my goodness, if she could only bring this into her sessions, it would help her clients so much. And, you know, slowly she got out of therapy um, and went and became a full-time astrologer. But yeah, that's been my biggest lesson so far. And now I see it as like, this can help with everything, including your marketing, right? Yes. I love that you said that part, because that's actually what I was going to add. I'm like, no, you took the words right out of my mouth. Is that I think when people see any type of, not that astrology is a personality test, right? Cause you can't change when you were born, but I just mean, when I think when people see anything like this, they're like a couple tendencies happen. One, they're like, don't put me in a box. I don't fit in this one mold. Or we get the excuse part like, well, I'm a Leo. So, you know, that's why I was such an asshole to you the other day or something like that. And it's like, no. So I don't know if you want to say more about either of those misconceptions. 
Yes. I, I laugh because I am a Leo. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't even know that. I just, that's like the first sign that came. I don't and know I anything about it. I'm literally like, Molly, there's literally a commercial about Leos getting slack. And I'm just like, what is up with the Leos? So I will say this. There is something to the, the stereotypes, right? They're stereotypes for a reason. Yeah. Um, yeah, they are, but you can't, because once you look at a chart as a whole, not just as you're just literally looking, like, I'll give you an example. Everybody in my house is a Leo. My wife is a Leo. My son's a Leo. My bonus daughter's a Leo. I'm a Leo. We could not be more different. Like my wife, you would never know she's a Leo. She's very quiet. She's very reserved, very analytical. I'm very like, but there's so much more, right? Because now we're bringing the moon sign into it. We're bringing the rising into it. Um, and so we'll dive a little bit more yeah, into yeah. that now. So I will say most people are judging based on one thing, one small, tiny little thing, which is the sun sign, when in reality, it's an entire blueprint. So for example, with you, Molly, like your sun sign is a Gemini. So a Gemini is an air sign. Traditionally, this is someone who loves communication. <laughs> I mentioned this during the Success with Soul podcast interview because I said, oh, of course, it makes sense that you're a social media agency, right? Like Gemini is all about communication, literally written, oral. So someone with sun and Gemini would say like, you should start a podcast or you should start a blog or you should consider anything to do where you're putting thoughts down and sharing with a wider audience. So that makes sense to me. But then I would go a little bit more, right? Your midheaven, which is your career path in your chart, yours is in Leo. Okay. which is a fire sign, which okay. is totally you like Molly. When you were in the incubator, you were always the one like offering ideas, the first one to raise your hand, really chatty, really welcoming. That is such fire Leo energy and okay. also being in the spotlight. So for you, you're in the perfect career. I like to say, you no I love it so much and I'm so happy doing it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now let's go into your moon. So your moon is in Taurus. Okay. So Taurus is an earth sign, right? So Taurus is here to like, show us how to enjoy life with all our five senses really into like luxury and the finer things in life with all five senses and money. Taurus is one of those um, signs that is either really good with money or money is a challenge. I like to say most of the Tauruses I know are just like amazing at managing money, being good with money, setting goals, budgeting. So it's, it's with Taurus, it's like, it's hard to find the balance. You're either here or here. So I wouldn't say I've always, since I graduated college, I've always had a sales job of some sort to where I know ne I've never had a capped income. Like I've never okay. had like, I mean, in, you know, normal jobs in college and stuff, but since college, I've never had a, like, this is my salary and this is how much my paycheck is. I've always had a job where I could earn commission or something. And, you know, obviously now with an online, right? Like I make more sales. So I think of everything in terms of oh, we want to remodel our kitchen. Well, I need to sell 50 courses to make that happen. I can do that. And my bookkeeper who, you know, Kelly Marshall, yes. um, 
if anybody is still listening to this podcast and has not hired Kelly, like, what are you doing with your life? Like she, <laughs> I get nothing. I get no affiliate income. I get nothing just for the sheer fact that I want you to work with her. Cause she's so amazing. But, um, she was like, well, you're, you're good at making money. This was like three years ago. I was like, I am. She's like, yeah. I was like, Oh, and she really helped me kind of embody that and believe that now the budgeting piece, that's my husband. Okay. So I will say just now that you said something that really you're um, good at making money. So I'm going to jump a little bit to your Mars. So Mars is your male energy, right? This okay. is the action taker and yours is in Capricorn. Again, okay. sorry, my kitty is going to be Phoebe is going to be oh, hi, guest in the podcast. Oh, that's um, fine. I miss my cat so much, but <laughs> so again, Capricorn, another earth sign, right? Very stable, but Capricorn is also in your mid heaven. It's that career has that flavor of the 10th house. So that means you are a really good leader and you're really good at making money. Like that is your male energy. That's your Mars energy. I want to go back a little bit to, you know, it's your sun, which is, this is your life force, your vitality, which is in okay. Gemini. Then you have your moon. Your moon is your emotions. Mm. So you, when I say a Taurus, it's funny that you, you, you said that exactly. If I want to make a remodel, I think of it in terms of, I need to make X, Y, Z sales. So this is from an emotional perspective, right? You're seeing things from I want, and in order to get what I want, I need to do X, Y, and Z, which is amazing. Then you have Mercury. Mercury is your mindset. This is okay. how you think about things. And you're at zero degree cancer. So that tells me that you still feel that Gemini, that air where it could, it could you know, maybe you could get a little scattered sometime. Gemini mm -hmm. is a mutable sign, mutable you are definitely here to be of service. Like a mutable sign is adaptable, versatile, very personable, which I can attest Molly is, and also can get a little scattered. Okay. So yes. I'm thinking no, that when you think about things because you're at zero degrees, that means that you still feel that Gemini because you're just going into cancer. Okay. And cancer is a water sign. Mm. It also has the flavor of the fourth house, which means like you might be someone who really enjoys your home, being mm -hmm. at home, being in your favorite chair, you know, having that cozy place. Like this is Venus is what you love, what you desire. And so from a marketing standpoint, I'm trying to think like, how can we translate this? Like, well, there you go. You're your own boss. You yes. work from home, right? You've made it so that your home has become the place that allows you to, you know, have the freedoms that you want. So I can, I can translate it in that way. Yeah. This yes. is so interesting. So this is all based on the, is it the time you're born as well? Day and Actually, time? No, this is all based on June. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say your date, but on your birthday. Oh, I don't, I don't vacation, yeah. Um, the time is only for your rising sign. Okay. So there's many people that for various reasons, whether they were adopted or they came, you know, I had a client who was adopted and born in Vietnam. And so oh. she has no idea when time? You know, the yeah. time of her birth, but that only tells the rising sign, which is a very small piece. Everything else stays the same. 
Then you have Jupiter. So Jupiter is the the planet of expansion, abundance, joy. You know, Deborah Silverman likes to say that Jupiter is Santa Claus. Okay. Your Jupiter is in 20 degrees in Pisces, which is another water sign. And Pisces is the poet, the artist, very spiritual, very intuitive. Um, And so I'm wondering, I mean, the fact that you name your podcast Holistic, I mean, there's your Pisces right there, right? That you could have named it 10X marketing, but you didn't. The fact Mm -hmm. that you brought in the Holistic is bringing in that Pisces element where you do connect to what I like to call the other, the spiritual realm, right? And you have that connection and you feel that connection. And being in Pisces, it's like, there is an abundance for you there. And also like you probably get lucky with things like to do with like tarot or, um, you know, when someone is like, or playing a lotto or something. Um, Hey, maybe I should play the lottery more. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Saturn, Molly. So Saturn in the Deborah Silverman astrology is literally one of the most important planets because for us, this is your life lesson. And I say your life lesson, like whether you want it or not, like this is kind of like you go to the principal's office and it's like, this is what you're here to learn. So get with the program and your Saturn is in Sagittarius. So Sagittarius is the truth teller. So a lot of people like to say that, you know, Sagittarius can be a little blunt and it's that fire energy. So not everyone can, not everyone receives that energy, you know, with open arms because not everybody wants to know the truth, right? But Sagittarius is a truth teller and more than a truth teller, they not more and beyond being a truth teller. They're also the sign that loves to travel and explore and really enrich your mind from like, you know, this is someone that definitely would, I don't know how you are in terms of like philosophy and religion. And I don't even know how, how this Saturn would play into the business that you've created. When I say to you that Sagittarius is all about traveling and telling the truth and being direct right? Mm. Sagittarius is not someone who's going to be PC. They're just going to tell it as it is. And this is for, like you said, the life lesson piece This is your life lesson piece. This is what you are here to learn that it's okay for you to tell the truth and be Mm. unapologetic about it. And it's, so tell me a little bit, like, how does this, how does this play into your business? Do you think? Oh man, (laughs) a lot. I feel like in some ways, because it's like, I have these posts, you know, like even on the notes app on my phone that like, I never ended up posting because I'm like, I don't want to feel misunderstood. Like, I don't want people to think it's like, um, a nuance thing. Like there's, there's, you can't express nuance on social media. And so for me, the way I've grown my business is by investing in help. But then it's like, okay, I know I have white privilege and I know that I was grown up even, you know, with in a middle-class family and I got to go to college. It's like, so I don't want people to think that all of that's lost on me, you know, that I've had, I've had the, like, I've been able to invest in things in my business, but then also like a lot of that was risks I took and decided to make. So I'm like, I don't want to give myself zero credit 
But then like, so I, I overthink all of that. And I think I'm like, oh, I don't want to post it because I don't want people think I'm like not recognizing the privilege I have. But also I think it's really good advice because I think a lot of women feel like if they're not suffering, they're not worthy and they just have to take it all on themselves. I don't know if that resonates at all with. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. And what I would say is start with that. Start with, I understand the privileges that I have as a white female and yeah, right. And is my favorite word. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. And all of the things that you have been able to accomplish, there's plenty of white females with privilege that are not doing what you're doing. So I think that it's important for you to say those things, right? To, yeah. to tell the truth unapologetically. You know, it's funny, Indira. I literally hopped out of the shower and like wrote it all down on a, my notes app. Like this was like two weeks ago and I have not posted it. Cause I'm like, I don't want people to think that like, I don't get it. Like, I'm not saying if you're trying to feed your family, go invest $10,000 in a coach. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, but nuance is so lost on social media. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. And I think that there's someone out there waiting to read exactly what you're about to write. Yeah, Yeah, Um, because I do know a lot of women who are in my exact situation who think, well, my mom did it all herself or my friend, my friend, you know, she took all three of her babies to work with her all day, every day and saw 40 patients a day. And she's, you know, she made it. I'm like, yeah, but is she like in the position now? Yeah. 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 And like, I see, I, I was outspoken about this thinking about it now. And in hindsight, when I was in the incubator, some of the women who didn't get childcare, I was really outspoken about, it. I was like, I don't believe in the nap time hustle. I think the nap time hustle is bullshit. Yeah. I think it sets women up for failure. And it's not sustainable. No. Of course. Um, when yeah. my daughter napped, I didn't want to work. I wanted to nap because I was exhausted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's the thing, as you're saying all of this, it's like, are we having this conversation with men? No, mm-hmm. men are expected to have childcare like that, you know, for women, I feel like there's a little bit of judgment of like, oh, really? You can't do it all type of thing. But I love that we are moving away from that model, especially that so many women are becoming entrepreneurs and entering this field and knowing that like hustle is not sustainable and it's not fun. Yeah, no. Okay. So I know you got a couple more to go through, but then I have some more questions. So let's start, let's, let's go with Uranus. I always laugh at that. I'm glad you do too. I'm like seven. So Uranus. So this is the planet that's really about like freedom changes, you know, the unexpected and you have it in Sagittarius too, which again, you know, this is the philosopher, the truth teller, very blunt, traveling. Do you travel quite a bit, Molly? Uh, you know, it's like, I want to say yes and no. I mean, domestically, yes, but not like, you know, we're not getting on a plane and going to Europe. Yeah, but domestically, I mean, there's- We so- almost always have something planned to go yeah. somewhere, whether it's visit family, whatever. I do get yeah. stir crazy being at home. Oh, okay. Okay, that's yeah. good to know. Yeah. So then we have Neptune. So Neptune is that dream, the illusions, which is funny because yours is in the, not in the like 
the planet, the planet it's on, the sign it's under, it's like Neptune and Capricorn. Capricorn is serious. It is the complete opposite of dreams, illusion, idealism. Capricorn is the CEO, the boss, the leader. This is like, let's get things done, right? Because it's in the 10th house flavor of the midheaven. I would say like, I don't know, you know, when I think of like Neptune as dreams and illusions, how that Capricorn is fitting into all that and how that fits into your business model. But seeing that you have so much Capricorn in your chart, I would say that you're just a natural leader. I don't know that, um, not that I think you will, but I don't know that you should go back to being ever uh, under working for someone. I think that you're best suited I don't think I could. to be your own boss. <laughs> I don't think I could at what? this point. I don't think I could at this point. Yeah. I right? think I'd be a terrible employee. Yes. Oh, I, I, I can, I can, I can hear that. And then you have Pluto. Okay. So Pluto is, wait, we still count Pluto. Yeah. Planet. It's, is it a planet? Is it not a planet? We love you, Pluto. We count Pluto and okay. Pluto is the planet of transformation. This is very serious, right? It's transformation. It's the unconscious. It's very powerful. And it has the flavor of Scorpio. That's where Pluto lives okay. and yours is in Scorpio. Okay. So like it's perfect, right? It's kind of like uh cancer being in Taurus or cancer, it, it, like the moon being in cancer or Taurus, like the moon loves being in cancer or Taurus and Pluto loves being in Scorpio. Cause that's literally the flavor it is. Scorpio's very deep all about transformation. So it's about going deep, deep, doing the deep inner work. And I, and now I'm going to move a, a little bit away from just like your marketing and, and the business, but bringing yourself, right? Because you are your business in you allowing yourself to go deep into any, you know, unresolved childhood traumas, current traumas, and, and coming out on the other side will essentially make you a better leader, a better agency owner, a better content creator, because when you're doing that deep work, you can show up as your authentic self unapologetically. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. that's good. And I had like for the past three years, I've been working with a health and life coach and doing some, like doing the deep work. And it's, it's, it's incredible. The things like, I get so, I roll my eyes sometimes when Chelsea shout out, she knows uh, she'll ask me questions. I'm like, Chelsea, this doesn't have anything to do with my childhood. Okay. <laughs> and then like, we start digging and I'm like, oh shit, it does. <laughs> I'm like, there's no deeper layer here. It just, it's this, just this thing. Okay. And she's like, is it? I'm like, yes, not that deep. <laughs> well, and then it always is. <laughs> I will say, yeah, it is because your rising is in Scorpio. So you have your Pluto in Scorpio, the planet of transformation. You have your rising. So what is your rising? This is your higher self. This okay. is like, Deborah likes to say that this is your soul's promise. So uh -huh. depending on your beliefs, right? If you decided to come into this life in this body as Molly, as this white female, this is the, prom your, the, the promise your soul made that you've made. 
And that is to do the deep work, the work of Scorpio. Scorpio is all about therapy, right? Ah. Uh, Yeah, going deep, deep, deep. And then there's also like finances, like Scorpio's great with financing and managing other people's money, actually. Managing other people's money, Scorpio is great at. So I don't think that'd be me necessarily, but I do like, it's so funny because I am you know, like the self-proclaimed self-development junkie, like a, a lot of people in our space, I feel like are. And one thing I'm really working on is my empathy for people who I'm very empathetic, except for people who have like a problem that I'm like, why aren't you getting help? <laughs> yeah. Be proactive. Take yeah. responsibility. Yeah. I have a about really it. hard time. Yeah. With that. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. And so just know that, you know, you have that deep Scorpio energy, both in Pluto and in the rising, where it's like, you want everyone to do the deep work. You want everyone to go yes. deep, 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 and then yes. come out, you know, like Just the deepest darkness. <laughs> yeah. And, and unfortunately that you have that Sagittarius element of truth and the Scorpio of deep work. Not everybody a wants to do it. Like you'd yeah. be surprised how many people are like, they don't want to ask those questions. Yeah. They are fine just being, I, I say, you know, ignorance is bliss. Yeah, it is. And they're fine with yeah, that. Yeah. That's so kind of those people sometimes. Let, let's translate. So this was your chart, right? But how can yeah. it help, you know, your, your listeners, for example? Yeah. Well, actually, um, I have a question before you even go into yes. that. Tell me a little bit more about like for the like the more science minded, the people that need to hear, like, is this something that someone just like made up one day or like, how is this rooted in like what we feel like we know to be true? Astrology in general? Yes. yes. Whoa. I mean, astrology has been around for 5,000 years. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, so basically Molly astrology, what I'm looking at right now, your birth chart is if at the moment that you were born, somebody went outside, look, looked up at the sky and took a picture. That is your birth chart. That okay. is where the planets were located. And we have through the years been able to identify that planets have energy, right? Like everything is energy and each planet has a flavor, an energetic flavor, and from that, we have been able to, you know, through years gone more granule and deeper. But what I will say is like, this has been around longer than any personality test I've taken. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then how is it different than human design? So I don't know enough about human design to know how it's different. I know, like, for example, I know I'm a manifesting generator. Uh-huh. I don't really know what that means. And I don't know enough about human design to know like how it's different than astrology. Okay. Yeah. I know that human design has a lot of astrology um, aspects. If you're listening and you happen to be, I had a human design uh, expert on her episode will be coming out before yours. So um, I should have asked her, but she did say that it it had some like astrology flavor because it is, it is very much based on what, what the planets and start and they talk a lot about like neutrinos and like the energy of right at that moment you were born I think they just maybe translated a little differently I'm not sure oh okay I thought that when I did human design I actually took a quiz I didn't realize that I had to put like my birth time or anything. no it's no there's no quiz you just do uh same thing time 
birth time, the time, place, date. And then again, with the time piece, the time piece is critical in human design. Okay. So what she recommended doing is like, if you don't know what time, just look up the different charts around your time and see, you know, what feel it feels like it suits you best. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with astrology. There are astrologers that literally their entire business is just helping people figure out what time they were born based on like their personality. And from there, they're able to calculate more or less yeah. a time and give someone a time. So, okay. So when someone says I'm a Gemini with a, whatever, something rising, <laughs> what is it? say it again. I never, never knew. No, so no. I will that say meant. that for your listeners, the most important thing for you to really know is your sun moon rising. As okay. long as you really have that. So for you, Molly, your sun is in Gemini, your moon is in Taurus and your rising is in Scorpio. So that's a mixed bag because Gemini is an air element. Taurus is an earth element and Scorpio is a water element. So that's what we like to refer as a mixed bag. You have all these energetic connections. And I'll talk a little bit about that because that brings us to something that we use a lot in astrology, especially in the Deborah Silverman astrology, and that's the four elements. Okay. And so each sign, right, is divided into an element. So you have the fire sign, which is Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. Then you have air sign, which is Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. Then you have water signs, which is Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpio. And then you have your earth signs, which is Capricorn, Taurus, and Virgo. Okay. So naturally water and earth, right? They complement each other. Water, you're literally watering earth and then fire and air. It's like, you know, air fuels fire. So if the way I like to say is like, if you're in a playground and you're with like, um, if you're a Gemini and you're with someone who is a Libra, and then you're with someone who is a Taurus, the two kids, the Gemini and the Libras are probably going to go off and play together because they're air signs and they understand and they communicate and they're where the Taurus being an earth tends to be, you know, more grounded and calm, slower, really takes their time and thinking. So it's really important as you look at your chart. And I would highly encourage your listeners to go to astro.com and okay. pull up their own chart and just you know, you have like a little, it gives you a little box where it tells you exactly what your sun and moon and just kind of start understanding, you know, what your element is and how you can relate to that. And just remember that it's not just your sun. If anything, your sun, moon, and rising moon to moon, right? So moon to moon, sun to sun, rising to rising. So just because, you know, your suns are compatible, but your moons are, that means from an emotional perspective, you may not be speaking the same languages. You could be like, you know, like I'm an Aries moon, which is fire. Um, someone with a Scorpio moon may be difficult for me to get along because it's fire and water. Okay. Yeah. So okay. same thing, you know, with when you're thinking about like, I don't want to say like in, in, Although I, I will say I did have a client uh, ask me for my birth time and everything because she wanted to pull up the chart to make sure that we were going to be compatible and working. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> and I was like, that's, that's fine. I would not use it in that way, but I would definitely, I think this would be a great resource to know what, where a team member would be successful. And okay. I'll give you an example. Like, um, if you have a, a Virgo sun and a Virgo Sagittarius and, or like a Virgo moon, well, you know that this person is probably going to be really best suited to be in a position where they're doing like your systems and processes. Maybe you want this person to be your EA because they are detail oriented. They're all about the list. They're all about, you know, from beginning to end, completing that versus somebody who's like a Libra, Gemini, you know, where they're like, these are probably going to be great marketers or copywriters, you know, just it could be helpful in, in knowing what's the best role for certain team members. I would, I, that yes. for sure, I would say. Then how can people, the whole reason we wanted to even talk about this is like, how can we use this information to ease the path in our marketing and our business? Yeah. So it's a very like loaded said, question. When, I know. No, no, no. Like I said earlier, when, you know, what my astrology chart taught me was to give myself grace and to be mm. really kind to myself and not so judgmental. And so when you start to really learn your chart, you know what you are naturally inclined to do versus, oh, this is really uncomfortable, but I'm okay with that because I'm willing to grow. So you'll know that like ah. systems and processes suck for me. And this is my opportunity to grow. So for me, the path that I am on, I have a lot of Virgo in my chart, has been to not be so judgmental, to not be so hard on myself, to not be like nobody has ever treated me as bad as I treat myself and talk yeah. to myself and stuff. Right. So I really learned that by okay, I know I have that Virgo in me and I know that I can choose this instead. And so the same thing with yeah. marketing, right? If you know that you are not like, like that you're more of like a cancer and you kind of like introverted and, you know, want to keep things inside, then that might, you know, Tell, tell something about your marketing. Do you want to go outside of your shell and be on camera? Or are you going to be a marketer that does just, you know, audio only and yeah. maybe podcast, but with no videos, but you still want to share your message. So I think that once you know your chart and you know how comfortable and uncomfortable you want to be, then you can look into this and really lean into it. So you mentioned a website, say that website one more time. You feel like it's the most reputable place to just kind yes, of dip your toe. for sure. And it's free and anyone can go. So astro.com. Okay. And then how can we get this reading? Well, I know we can do readings with you, but tell, tell me a little bit more about like, what are some reasons people might want to have a reading? Like, do, do people come with like a goal in mind? Like, Hey, I don't know. Or do you just do more like generic so, or a little bit of both? 
so I can tell you that the first reading that anyone ever does with me is typically your birth natal chart reading, right? Okay. Because I always like to say, you want to start at the beginning. You want to get to know yourself first. So let's start with, okay. this is the birth chart. Cause I do several readings. I do relationship readings where, oh. um, and it doesn't have to necessarily be like a love relationship. It could be mother, daughter, it could be, you know, coworkers that are trying to figure out and, you know, putting those charts together. And from those charts, I get one chart. And so that helps me to understand that. I would say most people come to do that initial, I want to know my chart. And it's so helpful because you begin to recognize your emotions, your strengths, your weaknesses, and in you knowing yourself, it really gives you empathy towards other people. Also, and empathy towards yourself because yeah. think about how much energy we use up just beating ourselves up all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the more you like yourself, I, I promise you, the more you're going to like other people, the more you give yourself grace, the more you can extend that to other people. And, and to kind of like relate to really know, like I, my, uh, my bonus daughter is like, she has a Taurus moon. She is just the most loving, empathetic, you know, she's that kid that, you know, will tell me, you know, you've been working too hard. You need a break. You need a vacation. How old is she? She's 11. Oh my gosh. Okay. That is not my daughter, but okay, well, I need to look up her chart. Cause hold oh. on, hold on. Cause I, my son is a Capricorn moon uh -huh. and I like to say he's a little prickly. And yeah. that's because, you know, his, the Capricorn and the moon are literally in opposition. The Capricorn does not like to be in, in that placement. So it's very tough for him to express feelings and be gentle. Um, but it helps me understand that. And I say to myself, oh, that's just my little Capricorn moon boy. And I I'm immediately to going to look up MJ's chart after this. <laughs> So that's actually what I'm doing right now. This is like what I love most. And maybe it's because I'm a mama. I'm in the middle of getting my certification to do um, illuminating charts, which is just for children. When you read a children's chart, it's very different. Whereas adults, our son is the primary force. Okay. With, the, with a child, it becomes the moon because the moon represents the mother and the sun represents the father. So there's a, some nuances to oh, reading a child's chart. Interesting. Um, but I did it, Molly, because I wanted to be a better mama. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see, like, I want to be able to support him. And how can I do that? How can I do that? And so definitely when you learn your chart to understand yourself, you'll learn how to understand others. And definitely it'll, it's going to help in your business because you'll yeah. understand like what, you know, what your strengths are, what they're not, and what you're willing to go outside of your comfort zone for. So I know um, you do the readings through the Success with Soul um, yes. shop. Yes. Um, my friend, Kate Kordsmeyer, who I've known for years, she was my original, actually, she was one of my, she was, do you know this? She was my yes. very first client ever. Yes. And then she's just been my mentor ever since. And now we're friends and yeah. So you do the readings through her shop and I yes. know our listeners get a discount. So yes. you want to uh, tell us about that? Yes, absolutely. So you can go to katecordsmeyer.com forward slash shop. 
And anyone listening, we are giving uh, your listeners a discount. So just go ahead and check out with Molly 11 and you will get a 11% discount on a reading with me. Yes. And this is amazing. I, I feel like I just got like, I got a full read. I'm like, this is amazing. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it, but no, you did it. You did it. Yeah. This was a, just a synopsis. Okay. I got, I got a little mini reading. Okay. Yes. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. And I just think this is like definitely what you're suited for. Cause you can totally see, I hope the passion comes through on the audio recording, but I can see the passion here on the video. Indira's like legit. <laughs> I love this. That's all that fire. I'm a double fire, Molly. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to look into all this more, but um, thank thank you you so so much much for for having me on here, Molly. Have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to Holistic Marketing Simplified, brought to you by Holistic Marketing Hub, our hybrid program that supports you with personalized coaching, caption templates, and virtual classrooms. In this program, we teach health and wellness professionals how to fish, but we also bait their hook. Head to holisticmarketinghub.com to learn more and use code podcast for $100 off. And hey, you know how every podcaster at the very end of their episode asks you to rate and review their podcast? Well, that's because it's super important. These podcasts take a lot of time and heart and effort to produce to bring you free information. So in order for me to be able to continue doing that, we need more people to find out about the show. So if you could, please just take like two minutes out of your very busy day to leave me a rating and share this on your Instagram stories and tag at Molly A. Cahill. That's C-A-H-I-L-L. I would greatly, greatly appreciate your support. I truly appreciate you so much. I know your time is valuable and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.